This is the Just Live Podcast with Dan and Susie Potter, episode four. <laughs> what does your connected life look like? Today is part three of the Life Cycle We, your life support system. We begin in 22 seconds. Live life. See the good days in it. Just live. Your life is a remarkable story and adventure that only you can create. We exist to motivate and equip you to live fully alive. Today in this Just Live podcast episode four, we are talking about the life cycle, we and your life support system. Thanks so much for joining us. So if you go back to the life cycle, put in your mind a clock. Okay, there's 12, there's three, there's six, there's nine. Around you go, around you go. It never stops. Three o'clock is where we begin, and it's the whole idea of see. We have to see it. We have to see life. Sometimes we look around and there's no life. There's an absence of life. It's only when we see it that we can begin to move forward. And when we see it, it brings us into that place where we believe. We believe it is possible to live fully alive. And the clock, keep going around, down to the bottom, six o'clock. There is our section for B. And last episode, we talked about be it. As you are in the process of being, finding your identity and showing up, living that identity, you belong to yourself and others and to the spaces that you are currently involved in. So what do we belong to? We belong to the we. So first of all, we see life, we be life, but then we come into that place where it's we life. We life is a connection. We were yes. created for community. We are not created to be alone. I love the fact that in the garden, God and Adam walked together, and yet God said, you need somebody. It's not enough just to have me and you. You need somebody. That's right. And we all need somebody. We need the people. We call them the we if we're going to move forward. So it isn't just enough to see it or to be it. You can have a great identity, but if you're alone, it's not good to be alone. So we have to keep moving up to that nine o'clock space where it is we, the right. place of connection. This is this is we it. This is your community. These are your people. I love to call them that. These are the people that help you live fully alive. And hopefully you're helping them live fully alive in the process. We're going to talk today about creating your life support system, what it looks like to have these people that help you live fully alive. Now, for years, we lived in Europe. We lived in Poland. We loved being in Poland. Seven and a half years in oh, two different cities love there. Love the culture there. And I the love people. The, the relationships. Everything there yes. was about relationships. It mm-hmm. wasn't about, hey, can we meet for five minutes? It was like, can we meet for... Ever. It was it just <laughs> life was slow because you spent time with people. Well, and if we somebody move- dropped in, then you would always have something for them. Always some tea. And that's where I began perfecting my muffins. So I'd always have muffins on hand because when somebody stopped in, you would have tea and have something to eat and share colazia together. And this is where we really learn the dynamics of community and how important that is for us. Speaking of that, I haven't had muffins for a while. Ooh, Dan just got a zucchini today from today, a neighbor we'll who have grew it. Muffins. We're going to have some zucchini muffins, one of our favorites. So here's what happened. We moved from Europe back to the States. 
we we knew some people, but we weren't in community at all. Our community was all overseas. Yes. And it wasn't too long into it that we really realized we need to have a community. And we, we got into this small group. And Monday most nights. of the people in the small group, maybe we had met, but we really didn't know them. But over the next several years... Uh, we started to to do something that we called doing life. I actually cut out a cereal box, a life cereal That's box. That's your favorite cereal, cut, isn't cut it? Cut out the life and, and stuck it in my refrigerator because we were doing life yes. together. We helped each other mentor our kids. We we went on picnics. We, we went to lots of weddings and we went to a lot of funerals together. Uh, some of us bought a boat together and, <laughs> and some of us went on mission trips together. It was this thing that... You knew that you were supported 360. There were people speaking into your life. There were people there that you were speaking into. There were people that you were just sort of in the same Sharing life together. And I think this is what is absolutely crucial. If we are going to live fully alive, we don't do it alone. Yes. I I know there's that phrase, no man is an island. Of course not, (laughs) because we're not an island. But the fact is, we need people. Right. And I love that. I love that uh, season of community together in Marlette, Michigan, USA with our people. Uh, We still have connections with them. We were able to go to the weddings of the children of these people that we did life with for so many years. That still remains a great picture of community and people, as Dan said, who have your back. They care. There were people we could stop into their home at any time unannounced and celebrate some wonderful thing that just happened. Um, share a funny thing, or when we were having tough times, we'd drop into each other's spaces and just do life together. And the interesting thing is we all started going to the same church, and then some people moved off to other places and spaces in their life. Uh, new pastors came to our church, but this group really stayed together. Amen. It reminds me very much of Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, where it talks about don't stop meeting together with other believers. I think there's this this reality, this foundation, this breathing, this inhale, Mm -hmm. this exhale that takes place when you meet. It's not necessarily going to church, but there is this connectivity when you do life with others. The last part of that is instead of not getting together like COVID, that was a terrible time. (laughs) We're not made for isolation Mm. at all. What it says is continue to encourage one another. And I think in the world we live in, if we don't have our own, well, cheerleaders, If we don't have our own people going, you can make it, speaking into our life and us speaking into their life, it's a hard time to to play solo. I I really love it as well. These people that we have currently also in our life, we've developed more in different communities. Uh, Not only do they encourage each other, but they see us, they know us, they love us, we're safe, we're secure with them. And many times they know us. And when we're doing or saying something that's out of our character or out of our fully alive life, they are able to speak directly Mm. into it saying, that's actually not you. That is not you showing up. That's not the you I know. What's going on? And they can call us on that too. We need each other in that space. Yeah, I love the fact that the whole idea of community, it comes from two words, common unity. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy today to look around and say, where are we different? Where are we different? But where are we the same? Where is the common unity? Because when we gather, whether I'm with friends who are magicians or whether my friends who are musicians or whether I'm friends who are creative or or next door neighbors or or the guy that's, that's mowing my yard, 
What is the common unity? Because if we find the common unity, we can find the community. And in that community, we find the we-ness that leads us towards life. Right. So when we're thinking about our, our life cycle circle, we talked about the vision, being able to see it. What that fully alive life looks like for us. What God intended for us. That God-given perspective and life-giving. And then the be it is when we show up and get to be it. And we need to stay in alignment to who we are, what our calling is, what our opportunities are. And are we it? are the people who help us to really stay in alignment, to stay on course, to stay in that fully alive space. I'd love for you to consider who are your people. Uh, if you've got a piece of paper or just maybe in your mind's eye, you might want to put in the center of your space a circle. And in the middle of that circle, put a heart. These are your people. And I want you to consider who are those people that maybe currently are in that space. So this is like a target. You're in the very center. That's a great way to put a it. Target. A target. So a target with concentric circles going out bigger, 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 bigger. But I want us to focus initially here on the center. Put a heart there. These are the people that see you, that know you, that love you, that you feel safe and secure with, and you can actually be your real self with. Some of us have one person. Dan is definitely my person. And then I have some people who are also in that center of my circle, maybe a little bit farther out than Dan. But I have some community groups that I share authentically with. So these are the kind of people I want you to consider. And if you're taking notes, I'd love for you to put some names into that space. Who are your people? Maybe they currently are your people or maybe you'd like to consider some of your, your relationships that you have currently that you could develop into your How many people week. should be in that center circle? You know, that's a great question. For me, I need a lot of people. For you, you don't need that many mm. people. So I think it's a personal choice. Um, for me also, it's a seasonal thing. Like when we were in Marlette and we were talking about this community that we did life with for 15 plus years consistently in between each trip we went on, they there was a, quite a big group of people, a few that we were a little bit more close to, but there was quite a number of people who met together and we shared authentically with all of them. I mean, I think you see that also with Jesus because Jesus had his, his 12 disciples, but he also had his special three. So yeah. probably in that small group was the just a few and then there was the larger group, and then there was the larger group. And I think we need to make sure that we have those. Be, be very aware where people are. And it isn't that you keep people at a distance. Right. We need people. But we also need people who are speaking into our life. Yes. And also people we are speaking into their life. So it isn't just we're making these circles of, okay, who's going to make me comfortable? We call this the, the life support system. Because yes. really, if, what you need to support your life is people. You That's need right. the we. But the you right don't, people. You don't just need people speaking in. You know, it, it's like if it, all you do is eat, there's going to be a problem there. You <laughs> wah, also wah, have wah. to get rid of some of the food. Bigger, and, bigger. and I think that's why you need people that are speaking into your life. And you need people that you are mentoring, that you are speaking into. Uh, and, and you need people at the same place that you are just doing life with. So part of the support system is is thinking, who is it in my life who is who is pouring into me? Who is in my life that I am pouring into? Yes. 
And who are those ones that were just walking together? Some of those may be in the, in the center circle. Some of them may be a little bit farther out. But we need those if we're going to have a real life support yeah, system. Yeah, so consider the people that you have in your relationship and put them somewhere in the circle. The people that you're doing life with, you might have some workmates. And they really don't see you, know you, value you. Uh, you're not safe with them in a in an interpersonal way to show up in. And they they probably should be in a farther out circle, like near the edge. You're not hitting the target in the center of the circle, more near the edge. And putting them in a certain place, just identifying where they belong, allows you to give them more or less power to what they say in your life. Those people who are in the center of your circle, you should listen to a little bit more closely. You should hear what they say and respond with them, Maybe especially even be more if it's vulnerable. healthy. Even be more vulnerable That's right. with them. That's right. I love the verse from Ecclesiastes chapter 4 that says, Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. The one may be overpowered. Two can defend themselves according to three strands is not quickly broken. So you bring these key people in there to support your life and to help you up and to keep you going in that fully alive now, life. For me, Sunday school didn't help very much with this because it was always the story about one person, mainly one guy. It's the story of David. It's the story <laughs> of Daniel. It's the story of Noah. Well, you get this idea that, that one guy God just stands. uses solo yeah. people. Yeah. Well, let's jump back into the story of Moses. Because was it just Moses and the sheep? It's <laughs> Moses and the bush, and it's burning, and God's speaking to him, and there's identity crisis, he's dealing with fear. Who am I? And then Moses just says, God, I don't speak very well. I, 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 you know? He's being authentic. And, and, and God is gracious, and he says, well, I'm going to send your brother Aaron to you, and he's going to be your voice. He's going to be your your spokesman. He's going to stand with you in all these things that we're going to do. Now, this is incredible because we don't give Aaron the credit. But but when they went before Pharaoh, it was his we. It was his we. Yeah, and, and it was his older brother. So mm-hmm. Aaron is the one speaking into Moses' life, and we all need that older brother or older sister that's speaking into our life. Mm-hmm. So you have this relationship between Moses and his brother Aaron. But then you see a few chapters later, who is this guy named Joshua? I mean, Moses and the Israelites are fighting the Amalekites, and this is the strangest battle. Moses is sitting up on the hill. He he's up in the bleachers. That was his part of the battle. Watching the battle, and there's this young guy that he's been mentoring, and this guy's name is Joshua. Hmm. So Moses has been pouring his life into this young guy, and who's down there fighting? But Joshua. But the story is continued because up on the mountain, there's two guys standing with Moses. One is Aaron, his brother, and there's this guy named Hur. Now this is wild. When Moses had his hands up. The battle was winning. So it's like, you know, when when your favorite team makes the score or the goal, you know, everyone gets their hands up and it's yes. But when the other team, it's like, oh. So here's what's going on. Moses puts his hands up. They're winning. Put Put the hands down. They're Mm -hmm. losing. So Aaron and her hold his hands up. Now, this is so important within the week. Because we need people to hold our hands up. We need people because we get tired. There are things that's like, I just 
want to quit. I Two just want to than one. give up. I just want to fall into that temptation. Whatever it is, we need people to hold our hands up. Yes. But we also need people that we're pouring life into and they're down there in the battle mm-hmm. and we're watching them. So both of these things are very important. A few chapters later, you have Moses and you have 70 elders and they're together. So, so it's not just uh, one that's pouring in and one that's pouring out. There is a community. There is a common unity. There are people together that are moving together. And so, yeah, we just call it Moses, but there is a whole team. This is not, this is not golf. (laughs) This is not a solo sport. This is something where many people are involved. I'm not sure what the team, maybe rugby, rugby, maybe you'd be one of those ones where everyone's moving together. I don't know what teams would have like a hundred or so, but uh, that's what we're talking about here within the we, you've got the small circle like Moses had, like Jesus had, like we need to have but also you have the larger sickles. All of those are part of community. Oh, I love the story about Moses. I, I hear Aaron and her were the we that were that were helping Moses. They were pouring into Moses. But you also really identified Joshua as the person that Moses and the team were pouring into. And I think there's there's a level of this two-way happening. And I'd love to highlight the two-way happening in our life cycle. For example... There are things that we need personally for ourselves, and then there's also our part to pour into that space. Contrast yeah. this a well, little bit. Well, the two ways, sort of like breathing. There is this yeah. inhale, inhale that we need, and there's an exhale. If all you do is inhale, you're going to blow up like a balloon. If all you exhale, you're going to deflate. So this two-way oh, is like this that intake and exhale. So let's think of our life cycle, for example. Let's start with see it. Mm. And why don't you take the side of the inhale, what we need, and I'll take the side of the exhale, what we can provide. So in the whole see it area, see life, we need people who are pouring into us. We have people who, I have people who are reading books and they say, I got to tell you what I've just read. They're always pouring information and ideas and thoughts and they're asking me questions, lots of questions. Mm -hmm. So those people help me to see it. It's like I've given them permission, open the door wide, let me see it. And so the the exhale part of it, when we're thinking of C, is there are people around us that may or may not be in our we circle, in the center of our circle, but there are people around that need us to help them see what a fully alive life could look like. And we might be able to provide that example through life, through comments, through questions, whatever, but we can exhale that and help others to see life for themselves. Well, then there's bee life. Bee life has to do with those people that you, not only you see them and they're speaking into you, but you, you're sort of modeling your being, your identity comes from that association that those people have gone before you. Those people are living it. I love just calling my mom and dad and talking with them because they're being alive. And that just encourages me to be alive. Right. And then in the exhale side of it, then it would be me being fully alive, showing up and allowing others the possibility to be alive as well. We have the Fully Alive Revolution. This is this is something that um, God has given us perspective for. It is a gathering of people who are on the journey to live fully alive. And so as we gather together, we try to model the showing up. 
even though none of us will do it exactly the same. We model it, we show up for them, and we also can help them and encourage them and stand in the gap to allow them to be authentically themselves. Well, I think that was the we life during COVID is we had this group that we met with uh, once, twice a week sometimes. Every amazing Monday. And, and, and we just allowed them to feed into us. We fed into them. Yes. There was this like breathing mm-hmm. that, that we need. We were not created to, to not have that. Yeah, and we continue and with the Fully Alive Revolution. Every do. amazing Monday, group coaching. If you're interested in that, please contact us. We'd love to hook you up with a possibility to join us. And next week, we go into the free life. Oh, this is going to be episode five. Episode five is all about how then do we live free? How do we have those people who speak freedom over us? How do we speak freedom to others? I think it's so easy to to put up the fences, beware, and, and be careful and all the rest. But... But we were created to have momentum. Yes. And and the we opens that door that we don't have to fly or move or whatever you call it alone. And when we're thinking about exhaling in in the capacity of the life cycle free, then we also empower and make space for others to be free themselves as well. So while we were preparing this, uh, we were talking and we were just, so what are we going to say about we? And we love having those dialogues. Well, I took a, a three by we five card. And in, in capital letters, I, I just wrote me on one side. And it's just a block letter M-E. I flipped it over and I held it up to the light. And it said, we. I love it. The, the transparency of me is found in we. we. It, it doesn't, it isn't separate. It's on one card. What? what? This you is know, awesome when, when, when you things have like a this coin, happen. you can say, well, this coin <laughs> is, a, is a headed coin, but there always is a tail. And the thing is, we are being, we have being, we're be, which is me. It's who I am, who's God created me to be. But when we hold it up to the light, when we have the light shine through, we're only that because we're part of we. Yeah. So I just, I thought that was really cool. And I thought cool. I just want to share it with you today. Try it on a piece of paper. If you're just listening, it's going to be amazing. It's going to blow your socks off. I don't know about we, your socks off, but it's okay. You might not have socks on. That's, That's right. true. That's so right. there's another community that we are involved in and we helped create this. Well, we were pioneers and we helped create this community. It's called MTO, My Thrive Orbit. It is a culture of third culture kids all around the world. And we love having community. We meet together on Zoom every Saturday for MTO Saturday. And this summer in August, we just had our gathering, our MTO camp. We have had two years online. And as we've said earlier, and we all know, online and not gathering together and being isolated is not awesome for ourselves personally. So it was really amazing to be together for this camp. And there's two main goals of our MTO community. One is that we allow each other to connect together in this we concept that we're talking about here today. And then the second is that as a result of being together and connecting and being authentic and hitting real issues together and being safe for one another, um, our M- our MTOers call it home. Whenever we're gathering together, it feels so like home. And I, I love that. That's a concept, I think, when you have the right we community, you can be at home with them. And then the second goal is that as a result of being together, that each of us takes one step closer to Jesus. So some people haven't chosen to live with Jesus yet, but they're exploring it. 
others are already doing that. And so we together just share life and help each other to do that. And so this summer, we were able to be together for, for seven days. And this was just an amazing picture of what we looks like. We, of course, had programs and games and team building and night games and small groups and worship times and teaching times and exploring time together. But some of the teens said their very favorite time was the free time. And we make lots of time for free time so that we can we it together and build these relationships that really become deep friendships, sometimes best friends that go for years and years and years following a camp like this. So we're almost done, but there's something I want you to do. This week, I would love you to draw a target, one small circle, We've been a second one, this. and a third one, just three circles. And I'd love you to start thinking about what does your connected life look like? Mm-hmm. Who's in the center? Who have you invited into that very sacred space that you're doing life? Put in that space. Is there someone there speaking into your life? Is there someone there that you're speaking into their life? And then go to the next circle. I I don't know. Maybe family. It it may be. it may be someone at your church, but someone you're going deeper with. Workspace. And then neighbor. maybe people you're working with and neighbors. And, and just take some time to, to write in that target. What does your connected life look like? Because those people that you put into your life are going to help you connect to life or disconnect from life. So that's your assignment. Maybe put it up again on your mirror or someplace, maybe on the front of your car window. So when you're driving, it's right. No, don't do that. Then you can't see anymore. That's disconnected. (laughs) Yeah. So this life cycle, this we, it, as we live our fully alive life, we just live. We're trying to create or identify who is your life support system and what can be done to strengthen those people in that space. That might be a follow-up question for us. Who are the people that you have closer to the center or need to be closer to the center as your we it? And how can you strengthen those relationships? How can you be more intentional in that space? How can they help you live fully alive? And how can you help them live fully alive? So you may be saying, why? Why do I need to go on this life cycle? Because we want to help you put living back into life. That's what this is about. Sometimes we're just living, just existing, just merely existing. That's not why we were created. We were created to live, to thrive abundantly. Right. So as you take these steps, as you do these little things, like draw your target, it's helping you put living back into life. Jesus said in John 10, 10, I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. And hopefully we have that flowing through us as well, that we show up in places and say, ta-da, or maybe you're not going to say ta-da. Maybe. But you show up and you say, I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. Is that your desire as you just live? fully alive. May you live fully alive as you love your Your life, life, your your world, and and your God. God. My name is Dan. My name is Susie. Together Together we we are are doozy. Live fully. And love fully. Thank you so much for joining us for this Just Live podcast. See you next week. Episode four.